Hello, Pamela Stodge here with the Food Allergy and Your Kiddo podcast. I am super excited about today's episode. I have to admit it's a little different. Dr. Hoyt and I were having a discussion about what we wanted to talk about as we're wrapping up our first season, and we both realized that we have upcoming Disney vacations. So we thought, how fun would it be to talk about our trips, right? But then we realized that there are actual travel agents out there who specialize in food allergy travel to Disney. So we found one. And you guys, this is so fun. And I hope that you guys enjoy everything that we're about to share. Our guest today is Lizzie Reynolds. She is an authorized Disney travel vacation planner. But before we start, I do want to have a few housekeeping notes. First, Lizzie herself does not work for Disney. She is just an authorized vacation planner. At the time of this recording, neither Dr. Hoyt nor I had ever used Lizzie's services. We have not received any compensation from her. We have not received anything from Disney or anyone that she may mention on the show. However, since this recording, Dr. Hoyt has chosen to ask Lizzie to help her plan her upcoming trip. I also want to make it clear that our guest is not speaking for Disney or any of the chefs that she mentions. These are her own opinions from her experiences with her own travels. With travel regulations opening up a little bit, we hope that you take this opportunity to travel again safely with your family and know that just because we have food allergies does not mean that we can't have amazing travel experiences. So please go out there and have a great and safe time. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Food Allergy and Your Kiddo with Dr. Alice Hoyt, the podcast about demystifying food allergies, diminishing allergy anxiety, and taking back control. Let's navigate this challenge together with evidence-based information, scientific research, and tried and proven practices. And now, here's your host, board-certified allergist and immunologist specializing in food allergy, Dr. Alice Hoyt. Hello, and welcome to the Food Allergy and Your Kiddo podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alice Hoyt, and I'm so excited to have my co-host with me today, Pamela Stage, especially because we have a very special guest with us, Pam, who is our guest today, Lizzie Reynolds, aka Pixie Lizzie. I am pumped. pumped. Welcome, Pixie Lizzie. Uh, Thank you for having me. This is really wonderful. It's our pleasure. We hope you're having a magical day. (laughs) Always. Okay. So listeners, you can't see Pam and myself, but we are wearing our Minnie Mouse ears. We are so excited to have Pixie Lizzie here. And um, Pam and I definitely did a lot of chit-chatting before this episode to come up with our questions for the amazing Pixie Lizzie. Yes. um, Disney is life. I love Disney. We go to Disney and have been going to Disney every year since 2016. We missed one year and regretted it. We have been a couple of times in the same year. We just love it. And people like Lizzie are the reason we love it. What she, the relationships that she has with the chefs are the reason that we, you know, normal parents know about Disney, you know, 
meaning normal. And I say it in quotes, like the pre Disney parents, because now I, I love Disney. I'm a Disney mama. And so much of it is because Disney is so allergy friendly. And I just can't wait to share this with the world. And from an allergist perspective, I always feel very comfortable telling my patients' families, y'all, it is great to go to Disney. Not only do they make sure you have amazing food, but they never give you the look. Anyone who has ever eaten out with somebody who has a food allergy knows what the look is. It's when you ask for a a peanut-free menu or is there a gluten-free menu and you kind of get the look from the wait staff. And we never, ever experience that. When we go to Disney, they are always so happy and willing to share, oh, well, we have this, these, these items, we have this menu for you. And I think that's what Pixie Lizzie is going to tell us all about today is not only how Disney is so food allergy friendly, and we'll focus in on Walt Disney World, um, but why it's so helpful to have somebody like Lizzie who has this extra food allergy expertise. So um, I'm 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 blabbering because I'm so excited. Um, Lizzie, welcome. Hi, thank you so much again. This is going to be wonderful. I love talking all things Disney and food allergies. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. First, let's just hear a little bit about you. What led you to one food allergies? Because obviously that's a huge part of it. And two, what led you to choose Disney world as your vacation of choice at the time, which then led to all of this greatness and the relationships that you've built? Well, it actually started when my daughter was about, gosh, I would say really little, probably eight months old. And I was in this nursing class with what was to become a very good friend of mine. And um, she kept telling me, and she was a pharmacist, and she kept telling me, you've got to go to Disney because my daughter had food allergies. And this, this is when Charlotte, my daughter, she's now 16. This is when she was probably one and I was still nursing. She goes, you got to take her. And I go, well, look, I've never been to Disney. It's kind of not my thing. (laughs) If you can believe it, it really wasn't. Now I go there every month. Um, (laughs) Crazy how life changes and never say never kind of thing. Anyway, um, she said, you need to take her to Disney. And so she kept working on me and she would not back down. And her child was allergic to peanuts. And my daughter was at the time dairy and egg. Now she outgrew egg, but became allergic to peanuts and tree nuts when she outgrew that. So things kind of shifted, but still dairy is the, is the constant. Um, anyway, she said, you've got to, you've got to take her to Disney. So um, I said, okay. So I finally decided, um, I think when she was in kindergarten, she was four going on five, that we would take her to Disney. I packed my car full of food. I don't think there was actually a Whole Foods at the time. I think there was just Publix and I wasn't um, really aware of the grocery store things online. Of course, there was no allergy information, hardly anywhere. And nobody talked about Disney. There was not a website. There was nothing. And so we went down there, my Volvo packed with food. We only used an apple, I think a bag of lettuce or um, some goddess dressing. That's all we used the entire time. And we were just shocked and I couldn't believe the chefs would come out and they didn't give you that side eye look like you talked about earlier, like, Oh God, you know, the eye roll, like, here we go again, Mm -hmm. you know, at all. 
Um, and they made her delicious food and six months later, and we cried on the way home. My, my little girl and I were crying. Like my husband's like, Oh my gosh, we finally get back to Atlanta. And six months later, he says, what do you want to do for your birthday? I said, I want to go back to Disney. That's all. <laughs> this is the, the ex non Disney girl who now is like full fledged <laughs> going into Disney. Right. I mean, going back six months later. So we go back. But this time was a little different. Um, I took pictures of her with the princesses and, you know, Ariel and the whole thing and Mickey Mouse and Winnie the Pooh and that stuff was all magical. But what really, um, what what was my love of taking pictures and sharing the joy and remembering we're taking pictures of the chefs Mm -hmm. and nobody had done that at this time. I took pictures of my daughter with the chefs. I said, you know, you're more important than Mickey Mouse and these guys and, and women had never heard that, you know, and they were like, oh my gosh, I mean, they probably had from few large moms, but it wasn't put out in, in a media format. And so um, we took pictures and we cried on the way home again. And my husband's like, oh my God, what am I going to do with you girls? <laughs> and I said, well, he's a tech guy. And I said, well, will you build me a website? And he said, yeah. So he built allergy free mouse for me. Um, at the time, it was really one of the few resources for Disney and food allergies. And a lot of people thought we were Disney. We'd be really careful and say, we are not affiliated with Disney. Anyway, um, since then, there are food allergy groups on Facebook. Um, there's food allergy travel agent, like I now myself am one. Um, so it's kind of changed a little bit where there's more information and people can get firsthand information by going straight into those Facebook groups. I started doing allergy free mouse and I would help all these people with their trips and I loved it. And um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Montessori, but I taught Montessori for 22 years. And so it kind of added the planning aspect to it, understanding little kids, um, knowing what meltdowns would happen, what would, you know, kind of alleviate that really um, kind of called to me. And I really loved the allergy aspect of it. I was never a travel agent before. So my daughter goes into first grade. And as you guys know, if you're a food allergy mom, you might become the room mother mm-hmm. and you make all the treats. And I thought, gosh, I've taught for a long time. I think I just want to be a, a room mom. So that's what I did. So anyway, um, I, did, I asked my mother and I said, mom, how can I turn this into some little business? I just want to pay to be able to go to Disney. <laughs> that's all I really want. And she goes, well, you need to become a travel agent. And I kind of laughed at it. I was like, a travel agent? Like, like really it didn't sound like too glamorous. She goes, you're already doing it and you love it. And Disney will pay you. It won't cost your client anything. That's amazing. I was like, you're kidding. She goes, no. So I looked into it. Um, I joined an agency and I just loved it. And it is the perfect little niche for me. Um, I love working. It's really not work. You know, sometimes of course it is when you get on the phone and you're on hold for six hours, but that's my job. Sure. So anyway, that's how I got started. Um, and I um, have an agency now of my own and I have um, 18 agents. Some of them um, dabble in food allergies. Some of them don't. Um, some of them get think they want to get into it by doing food allergies. And then they decide, you know what, this is really a lot of time consuming and a lot of handholding that not everybody's set up for. But I think it, it, it marries well with me because I have been doing that with parents for 22 years in the Montessori classroom, you know, right. taking that little three-year-old away from the mom at carpool when they're crying and the mom is crying on the first day of school, mm-hmm. you know, 
So it's kind of like that and, and um, educating them on Disney. And um, I just absolutely love it. I can't tell you it's the best job in the world. Hi there. This is Alexis from the Hoyt Institute of Food Allergy. Did you know that the Institute is the official sponsor of the Food Allergy and Your Kiddo podcast? And did you also know that you are now able to connect with Dr. Hoyt directly? That's right. We are now offering food allergy office hours for parents. These one-on-one virtual sessions are available for parents all across the country. It's an educational session, not an office visit, where you can ask all of your food allergy questions and finally get answers. It's as comfortable as having a cup of coffee with your bestie. Simply click the link in the show notes to schedule and mention this ad. We are so, so excited to connect with parents across the globe with this new service. Okay, now back to Pam and Dr. Hoyt. You can definitely hear it in your voice how passionate you are about it. And I think that's the best, that's the best way to be when you have a job. You know, you, you want to go to work for something that you love doing and and then it isn't a job, like you said. So I know I told you when we were, when we started kind of talking off air that that's how, when I planned my first trip to Disney world in 2016, I kind of stumbled upon you because I was looking everywhere I could for, you know, what's the best place to eat with a peanut allergy. And, um, I saw, you know, your name just kind of popped up in, in a lot of different places. And I thought, man, that is so great that people get to do this. And and I would see your pictures with the chefs. It was always your daughter eating something. And, (laughs) And chef TJ was one of the ones that I just, I can't wait to finally meet him. I've never been in a restaurant where he's been there. Um, and he would, he makes these elaborate desserts for these kids who towers. Yes. Those towers. Yeah. For kids who that may be the first dessert they've ever had away from home. And it's just, it's so touching and it's so heartwarming. So what you do is very much appreciated. Yes. So you on know, that note, I'm a very good friend of mine. Well, that's what I was going to ask on that note. How did, how did you start those relationships where, where you're now friends on a personal basis with some of these chefs? Was it an easy transition? Did you kind of have to, bug them a little bit? Like, how did that work? No, not at all. And, and some chefs don't want to have a personal relationship. It's, it's strictly work. And you can right. tell that usually right off the bat who they are. You know, um, I've had chefs that have made beautiful stuff for my daughter and they've made, um, they've written like Pixie Lizzie and chocolate with little pixie dusted cupcakes and stuff. I don't know if you've ever seen that post. I have. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's amazing. I was crying. Some of these chefs, um, you'll see them at a restaurant and you'll go back and you're so excited to see them and they're not there. Mm. And you'll ask the other chef and they don't know where they are. You know, there's thousands of chefs at Disney. Some of them know each other, especially if they've been there for years and they've worked with each other in different kitchens. Um, so one of my big jobs is tracking down some of those amazing chefs. Um, and they, I always give them a card. Some of them email me and let me know where they are. Like, Hey, this is where I am because I really love to see some of their past clients that I've sent them. I think it's known in the culinary world that Disney's so good with this, with food allergies and that people that want to do it, that's where they go work. Maybe they learn at Disney and they may go off and open up their own restaurant. Or for example, we were at the Ritz Carlton in new Orleans 
And the chef came out and he knew who we were because he was, he was an ex Disney chef. Oh, it was like amazing. So cool. <laughs> he came out and he goes, Oh my God, it's LMG free mouse. You know, it's really cute. Really, really sweet. Oh, um, that's awesome. So they, they, they get that training from Disney. Right. And then they can take it and work for other places, maybe travel and travel the world if they wanted to. Sure. And then some, some stay at Disney, like chef TJ, chef Eric, I can't imagine chef Kenny. Um, Chef Ron, I could keep going on. Chef Amber, you know. <laughs> Chef oh, Ricardo. we've met Chef Amber. <laughs> All these chefs, I can't imagine them um, going away from Disney. And some of them have left and have come back. Mm-hmm. Um, Chef Ricardo is one of those. Um, but anyway, they're just wonderful, wonderful human beings. I, I can't tell you um, what it's like when I get those phone calls from moms who um, have never eaten in a restaurant with their child and they're really nervous and I spend about an hour to an hour and a half going over their entire itinerary before they go. And I walk them through what they're going to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what they're going to have for snacks. And then I send them snack locations, pictures of the actual locations in each park with ideas of what they can get there. And then of course they know what their dining is going to be because I booked that for them you know, right. months ahead. Um, and I go over that, the protocol, what they might like on the menu. Cause you don't always want to order from those foodology menus that you mentioned before. Um, just because you're allergic to peanuts and tree nuts and dairy, like my daughter doesn't mean she needs to take that dairy allergy and the peanut and tree nut allergy combined and say, what can I eat that, that crosses both, you know, mm-hmm. um, at all. So you, what she would do and what I have done is looked over the menu you want to look at the components they can have. If you see that there's bread on that peanut and tree nut somewhere, you know, there's some, some safe bread. If you see bread on the dairy as well, so you can have a sandwich. I kind of walk them through that and how to talk to the chefs. Um, I try to get them set up so they're not, um, and this is really important. You, you don't want kids to get set up for disappointment. Right. You, you know, there's wonderful, awesome pictures of Chef TJ and stuff. Well, not every kid can have a lot of that stuff. If you're allergic to the top eight plus garlic, plus coconut, plus flaxseed, um, corn, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff is out the, you know, you can't have it right? And, or pea protein even. So I try to walk them through what they can have and kind of get an idea of what they could ask chef TJ to make. So maybe they um, can eat a lot of fruit. He'll make them a fruit tower. Um, I've had little guys that didn't want to eat a dessert. If you can imagine that, but chef TJ stacked hot dogs on oh, top of each other, like cute, <laughs> like eight of them. And then a moat of French fries around on a bamboo skewer. Yeah. He's amazing. He does all sorts of stuff. So I, I try to go through that with them. Um, cause that's the last thing I want is someone to show their kids. Oh, look, you can have Mickey pretzels. Wait a minute. They can't, if they're allergic to gluten. Right. There's not such an animal. There's, there's no Mickey pretzel that's gluten-free. Um, so I try to get them so that they, um, are accepting that they may not see everything that, that they can, but those chefs will go above and beyond. As you know, they, um, they're amazing unsung heroes in the allergy world. They really are. Our very first trip. I agree with you. Our very first trip, we stayed at the contemporary and, we ate at the wave so many times because chef Kimmy was there. And by the end of the trip, 
I mean, we were canceling some reservations just to go eat at the wave, um, because she was just so amazing. And by the end of the trip, she knew who we were. She was like, Oh yes, she's allergic to peanuts and just already knew what she wanted. And it just, I mean, it, it's just so great. And I know that a lot of times, you know, we go to restaurants sort of in the real world, you know, not the Disney world, and we may not have the best experiences. So we kind of go into even a Disney situation, a little guarded. So that's why I find everything you just said to be so important that people know that, Hey, you know, they are trained to do this even without, you know, you going in there and and saying stuff, you didn't train them. They're already trained, you know, Disney's training these people. Um, but because you have formed relationships with them and more and more people know this, and you're able to educate all of these families, then they're able to kind of pass that, you know, pass that along to other people and really just make the experience so great. It's just such a great experience. Lizzie, if you could give people, just a few tips on how to go about planning their vacation with your help or without your help. What are your top tips to make sure that people have a Disney vacation with a food allergy that is successful and that it's just magical with or without a food allergy period. I would go through an authorized Disney vacation planner, like our agency is Um, that's the number one thing I would do. What are your favorite resorts for food allergy eating? Favorites. And people probably could tell you that follow my page because I'm always there. (laughs) If it's it's, there's resorts, there's resorts and there's deluxe resorts. And within the value resorts, I like pop century and I like art of animation. There's moderate resorts. um, And my favorite actually is closed right now. Um, It hasn't reopened. And that's Port Orleans French Quarter. And then there's Port Orleans Riverside and they're like sister resorts, kind of like beach and yacht club, which are deluxe. But anyway, they share, they share pools that you can go back and forth to. You can take the boat. Very few Disney resorts are like that. Um, I love those two resorts and I love French quarter the best because it's like a little boutique hotel. It's tiny. And then there's deluxe resorts and then there's three on the monorail. Um, And then there's some that are not on the monorail. Um, my favorite on the monorail, hands down, is Grand Floridian. But I also love Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's really wonderful. And they have a great food allergy set up for the quick service and stuff. Um, I like Wilderness Lodge at certain times of the year. Like I love Wilderness Lodge at Christmas time. It's uh, over the top amazing. So that's definitely tip number one. I mean, you just right there solidified why it's important to get a travel agent, especially one is not as knowledgeable as yourself, because our needs are different. Our families are different. And I get up at 5 a.m. in the morning, central standard time. It's 6 a.m. Eastern to book my clients dining. That's amazing. Every one of my clients dining. That (laughs) That. that right there is worth every penny that you're not spending (laughs) because it it. doesn't cost anything to work with you, which is like amazing to me. Um, well, we're dreaming about yummy food. You're uh, yeah, yeah. making your reservation. You know, we're chiming in. Be our guest. Yay. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. So what, what are your second and third tips for, I mean, I, I mean, I okay, think one, two and three important. could be this is work with the travel like, agent. Yeah. Um, you need to know what Orlando's weather is like. Hmm. You need, that is so important. 
Um, you've got to know that Disney, you know, caters to families and remember that so that it's going to be busier when the kids are on break and that not everybody in the United States has your same spring break. So you got to remember it's tiered across the United States. Um, you've got to know that it is really hot in June, July, especially August. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is so hot. And then you've got to remember that Orlando, um, it rains. There's a rainy season. The other thing that's really important besides the weather and besides the time to go in, and the resorts to go, I'll walk you through that and I send videos of their resorts that they're interested in or that I might think they'll be interested in so they can watch it and kind of get an idea of the feel um, is to know what parks to go to. And I know that sounds really simple, but it's not. There's so many components that go into Disney. I mean, yes. <laughs> it really is, you know, and, and once you think you've got it down, they're going to throw some more stuff at you because they want the magic to keep going on and on yeah. and on and on, you know, but, but the, I think the that's one why it's thing so that, great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And the one thing that's not changing constant like that are the, is the food allergy protocol. Mm-hmm. That's not, mm-hmm. that's always um, a constant. This is awesome. Pixie Lizzie, I could talk to you for hours, hours and hours, (laughs) days and hours. Yeah. Um, You have so much knowledge of Disney and it's such a blessing to your families who also have food allergy that are going to Disney that you are there to help them plan this magical vacation and they're going to enjoy it regardless of having food allergy because they're going somewhere that is very food allergy friendly, but also because they have a guide you Mm -hmm. to make sure that they're really getting the most out of what Walt Disney world has to offer. Pixie Lizzie, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we're, we're going to have to have you back. Oh my God. So we'll see you real soon. That was the show today. I hope that you guys enjoyed it just as much as we did. Dr. Hoyt and I love Disney. We love everything Disney. It's just truly the most magical place. We want to thank Lizzie for coming on the podcast today and sharing her knowledge on Disney and really giving us some tips and tricks and really showing us why it's important to use an authorized Disney travel agent because they know so much inside information that we just may not know yet. And planning a Disney trip can be a little overwhelming, so they're there to help you. Please remember that Dr. Hoyt is an allergist, but she is not your allergist, so please talk to your allergist about anything that you have heard on the podcast today. And as always, God bless you, and God bless your family. (laughs) 